It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. And when government gets bigger, the individual gets smaller. The latest in politics and world affairs. For thee, but not for me. And I agree that we got to change that. Today's current opinions and ideas. If, in fact, you are working for the man, it's a new form of slavery. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed, let's have a conversation and welcome to the Kim Munson Show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, you're valued, you have purpose. Today, strive for excellence, take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. And thank you to the team, and that is producer Joe, Luke, Rachel, Zach, Echo, Charlie, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Wednesday, producer Joe. Happy Wednesday, Kim. We've got another great show planned, lots going on in the world, and uh, definitely uh, appreciate you all joining us. Thank you to the Harris family for their sponsorship of the show, and it is Wings Day Wednesday at Hooters Restaurants. You buy 20 wings, you get an additional 10 for free. That's for to-go or to dine in. The girls are coming over tonight, and uh, so I will be partaking of that special. We'll be doing... I think we'll be doing half lemon pepper rub and half Texas barbecue rub. And again, it's Wednesday Wednesday at Hooters Restaurants, and they have five locations, Loveland, Aurora, Lone Tree, Westminster, and Colorado Springs, and also great specials Monday through Friday for lunch. Check out the website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you'll get first look at all of our upcoming guests, as well as our most recent essays. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com. The text line is 720-605-0647. And the last segment of the second hour, call-ins, and that number is 303-477-5600. And thank you to all of you who support us. We are clearly an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And my friends, it's never compassionate to take other people's stuff. And it could be their rights, their property, freedom, livelihood, opportunity, or lives via force. And it could be a weapon, policy, unpredictable and excessive taxation, fear, coercion, government-induced inflation, or the World Economic Forum, Davos Globalist Elite's agenda that we are seeing playing out right now, which is really, uh, it's an assault on the middle class of America and also preventing a middle class in these other countries as well. They believe that there should be elites and all the, uh, the minions. The American idea is that each individual uh, is created in the image of God with uh, unalienable rights. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. And among them are life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. America's Veterans Stories this Sunday, 3 to 4 p.m. Mountain Time, will be rebroadcasting part two of an interview that we did with World War II bomber pilot Fred Weiss. And you will not want to miss that. That is this Sunday, 3 to 4 p.m., uh, Sundays, 10 to 11 p.m., we rebroadcast the previous week, which was part one. And then on Saturdays, we rebroadcast the previous week of that, 10 to 11 p.m. as well. So there are three America's Veterans Stories each weekend right here on KLZ 560 AM and all of our platforms. That's KLZ 560 AM with a broadcast reach north into Wyoming, south into New Mexico, east into Kansas and Nebraska, and west up into the mountains. 
and uh, KLZ 100.7 FM, and of course, anywhere in the world on the website or the app. So that's kind of what we're all totally about. Our word of the day is unalienable, and I'm working on my voter's guide, and it's uh, taking... It, it takes a lot of time, but I'm hoping that it will be a great tool for you as you are completing your ballot. And we will obviously be talking about the two statewide issues, uh, as well as some local issues. Uh, it's pretty extensive on our no on 5A and 5B, which are the Douglas County uh, School District questions to increase property taxes. And then we'll also have some recommendations regarding uh, city council, mayor, and school board races. And uh, we plan to roll that out in the newsletter this weekend, so be sure and sign be signed up for that. Uh, let's see, our word of the day, uh, so I, I I digress. So my neighbor came over uh, last night, and she was helping me uh, uh, proof it, and I was referring to the Declaration of Independence, the word unalienable. And she said, should it be inalienable or unalienable? And I looked it up, and in the Declaration, it's unalienable. Uh, but it could be either. But uh, so looking for the definition. So unalienable is U-N-A-L-I-E-N-A-B-L-E. And I just love this when they they um, don't really give the definition. They use the word again. So I had to look up alienable as well. But unalienable is not to be separated, given away or taken away. Uh, and so alienable is transferable to the ownership of another capable of being alienated, sold, or transferred to another, and uh, capable of being alienated, sold, or transferred to another, as in land, is alienable according to the laws of the state. So when Jefferson writes in the Declaration that our rights are unalienable, that means they are not transferable to anyone else, and they are from God. So anyway, that's our word of the day. Quote of the day, I went to William Barclay. And uh, he, uh, I wasn't really familiar with him. And he was born in 1907. He died in 1978. He was a Scottish author, radio and television presenter, a Church of Scotland minister, and professor of divinity and biblical criticism at the University of Glasgow. He wrote a popular set of Bible commentaries on the New Testament that sold 1.5 million copies. And this is so appropriate for what is happening in America today. It says the danger of prosperity is that it encourages a false independence and or I would say a false security. And with what we have seen that happened in Israel with the Hamas terrorist uh, and what they are doing there, I then I, I look to America and I think, my gosh, I mean, the, my understanding, it was a well, very well or, orchestrated and organized attack. Uh, and my understanding is, is that um, some of the terrorists parachuted in behind the defensive perimeters. Uh, and here in America, we don't have to have the enemy parachute in behind perimeters because we don't have a perimeter at the southern border. And we are just letting anybody come in. We don't know who they are. And they're not vetted. Of course, I'm sure that Biden doesn't know what their vaccination status is. And there are people, obviously, that are coming here because they want the American idea. They want freedom. And, and we have legal ways to make that happen. 
but there are people that are coming here for free stuff. And I just saw a headline this morning regarding the New York City mayor said that our hearts are, you know, are, are expansive, but we don't have, you know, um, unlimited resources for immigrants. Well, well, this was a sanctuary city. Well, it's the same for our country. And if we destroy America, where do people go? And so we must make sure that we preserve and conserve this American idea, hence the word conservative. Um, but we don't, but so there are people, yes, that want to come here for freedom and we need to, we need to figure out how to have a, a legal system for that. But there are people that are coming in here for free stuff and that's not the American idea. That's never been the American idea. People came here for freedom, but there are people that have come across the border that want to hurt us and they have been embedded in our communities throughout our country. And I'm very, very concerned about that. And we do not have an administration that seems to want to address that. In fact, they are facilitating it instead of addressing it. So I'm deeply concerned about that. Uh, so lots to talk about. Uh, just on some of the headlines, you probably saw this, but Carrie Lake, who uh, ran for governor in Arizona, has uh, announced that she's going to run for U.S. Senate. Uh, so that's going to be very interesting. And she is going to be the keynote speaker at the Colorado uh, GOP dinner, which is in November. So we'll have more information about that soon. Next thing, Daily Wire. You might want to take a look at this. Ben Shapiro takes on Hamas sympathizers with a history lesson. He says this has nothing to do with settlements. And uh, he discussed the history of the Gaza Strip during a conversation with Megyn Kelly on Tuesday, dispelling Hamas's supporters' claims that the terror group's gruesome attacks on Israel have to do with settlements. Uh, Kelly, who opened her show recounting disturbing reports of Hamas terrorism against Israelis, asked Shapiro to break down the history of the Gaza Strip for listeners, since some on the far left have tried to justify the attacks on Israel and blame Israel for responding to Hamas, which still reportedly has Israeli and American hostages. Kelly specifically mentioned Representative Ilhan Omar, who said Israel's response to the attack is collective punishment and a war crime. And just remember that Ilhan Omar uh, is an immigrant to the United States, but has brought with her apparently some deep hatred for Israel. And so Shapiro goes on to say that Israel unilaterally pulled out of the Gaza Strip in an attempt to create some sort of security arrangement presumably protect the Jews at the northern tip of the Gaza Strip and allow the Palestinians some chance at electing a government, Shapiro said, referring to the pullout in 2005. They then promptly elected Hamas, and I, I kind of remember that, a State Department-designated terror group, in an election that was fully legitimate as attested to by President Jimmy Carter. Uh, Shapiro goes on to say that so the attempt to tie this to settlements is insane because, again, there are no settlements inside the Gaza Strip. The areas that were attacked in Israel have been part of the state of Israel since 1948. This is not post-1967 settlements in the West Bank, in the so-called West Bank, Judea, and Samaria. And it says Shapiro, uh, Shapiro went on to discuss the historical dynamic between Hamas and Israel, emphasizing that Hamas is in no way a peace partner. He said Israel, by the way, has been providing electricity for free to this area. He said Israel has been providing water to this area, ships and humanitarian goods to this area, 
and over the last years provided 15,000 work permits, a lot of people on work permits inside of Israel. So I, I think this is certainly complicated, but I, I do, uh, I appreciate his clarity uh, on that, that uh, because we've seen a number of headlines, some protests that uh, are in support of, of this, this terrorism. And that is not okay. It's never okay. Um, I was reflecting, though, my friends, uh, that there was a headline that said that there were babies that were killed and that were decapitated. And I've got to think everybody in America is saying, well, gosh, that, that's not okay. But then I think about here in Colorado, our abortion, um, our, our abortion laws where we can, in, in, where a woman here in, in Colorado could actually abort a baby right up until the moment of birth. And it's a pretty gruesome procedure to do that. And so I, I think we need to have some really hard discussions about what's happening right here in Colorado, because I think most people would not think that that's okay either. And I think a lot of people don't understand that that is what's going on. And um, we need to look at this abortion issue, certainly with compassion, because um it's been very prevalent in our our nation, particularly since 1973 on Roe v. Wade. But I think we need to have honest conversations about that, saying, you know what, that that's not okay. That's not okay in our country. Uh, and come about this with compassion instead of, of judgment on that. But we've got to really have some some real discussions about that as well. So we we have these discussions because I have really amazing sponsors. And among them are the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. And Roger knows that life can have a lot of unknowns. We see that every day. But he can help with some things. He wants you to feel safe and well-served to understand your insurance coverage and know that their office will respond to your call or text 24 hours a day. So for that 24-hour 20 hour peace of mind, call Roger Mangan at 303-795-8855. Like a good neighbor, Roger Mangan's team is there. Most of us have been there. That surprise crunch when you backed into a car in a parking lot or someone rear-ended you at a stoplight. First thing you do is stop and breathe. Second, say a prayer of gratitude that no one was hurt. Third, look for your insurance card. And fourth, be grateful that you have your insurance with Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Agency. You can breathe easier knowing that you can reach the Roger Mangan team 24-7 when you need them. For that Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance peace of mind, call Roger Mangan today at 303-795-8855. That's 303-795-8855. Johnny Stubbs Services uses only the best quality products to ensure that your heating and cooling systems run efficiently and last for years. Johnny Stubbs Services' team of experts is available to provide the proper guidance and help you make informed decisions about your heating and cooling needs. Johnny Stubbs Services prides themselves on delivering prompt and reliable service and stands behind their work with a satisfaction guarantee. JohnnyStubbServices.com, the trusted contractor for all your heating and air conditioning needs. That's JohnnyStubbServices.com. Focused and wise marketing is essential for your success, especially during tough economic times. If you love the Kim Munson Show, strive for excellence and understand the importance of engaging in the battle of ideas that is raging in America. Then talk with Kim about partnership, sponsorship opportunities. Email Kim at KimMunson.com. 
Kim focuses on creating relationships with individuals and businesses that are tops in their fields. So they are the trusted experts listeners turn to when looking for products or services. Kim personally endorses each of her sponsors. Again, reach out to Kim at KimMunson.com. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice, and we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. Uh, let's see. The next headline that I wanted to mention was uh, this headline, which this is I just really unbelievable. Uh, and this is from the Daily Caller. says, GOP senator refers former CIA director to the Capitol Police over tweet about removing him from the human race. So uh, a Republican senator, which is Senator Tuberville, uh, was the subject of a threatening tweet by this former CIA national security uh, director, And uh, so going on, it says that retired U.S. Air Force General Michael V. Hayden, who served as director of the NSA from 1999 to 2005 and director of uh, the CIA from 2006 to 2009, wrote in a tweet on Monday that Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama should be removed from the human race after After Hayden doubled down on his remark following criticism of his tweet, Tuberville's office issued a press release expressing outrage at the comment and stating that he had reported Hayden to the United States Capitol Police uh, Federal Law Enforcement Agency. And apparently these kinds of, um, says federal law, specifically 18 U.S.C. 115, makes threatening to assault, kidnap, or murder a member of Congress a felony if done so with intent to impede or intimidate them while performing official duties. Says this offense carries a punishment of imprisonment imprisonment of up to 10 years as well as a fine. So that's going to get pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, it is Wednesday, and I am so pleased to have on the line with me Dr. James Lyons-Weiler. Uh, you know him. He is the founder of IPAC, which is the Institute for Pure and Applied Knowledge, also the founder of IPAC-EDU, uh, which I am taking a great class right now. And also, you can find him at Popular Rationalism at Substack, plus all the other stuff that he is doing. Dr. James Lyons-Weiler, welcome to the show. Morning, Kim. How are you today? Well, I am well. It's been a month since we've talked to you. So what have you been up to this last month? Uh, traveling a little bit, uh, planning conferences, teaching courses. My gosh, you know, we have... Uh, here, Vandenbosch's course blew up on uh, how to understand why it's insane to try to vaccinate a population after a respiratory virus already made it into the population, uh, unless the vaccine is 100% effective and this vaccine is not effective at all. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, I just got back from Philadelphia where Robert F. Kennedy Jr. declared his independence from political parties. He's running as an independent. That'll be interesting. And um, it was really an invigorating day to hear him speak. It was good for him, too. You know, he had to break ties with the Democrats. Um, they, they were 
rigging the system against him for a fair primary. They wouldn't give him the support that he needs for security. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just, just doing my thing. What What do you think? Is, is this, uh, with RFK Jr. declaring uh, that he's running as an independent, do, do you think that will appeal vo- votes from Biden, Trump, both? What do you think? I think people who want... A, a pathway towards health freedom now have two out of three options. So the Biden administration will never, ever, ever break ties with pharma. So I think there's there's two out of three options. And then Bobby's got um, a 13% right now, according to their poll. Uh, Bill Clinton made it into office with 34% of the popular vote. So he's only 15 points away. Um, I believe that you would find a Kennedy administration that was very friendly to appointments and continuing programs that are good and ethical and you know going in the right direction for the country uh, under a Kennedy administration. So it's really interesting. I think he's going to be pulling people. Yeah, you know, I know he's pulling people into the political process who have been disenfranchised by the two parties, and uh, he's likely to pull attention from the left and the right, so it's a, a very interesting dynamic. We're, Dr. Jack, as we've seen what's happened in Israel this last weekend, I, I've really thought about this. I mean, I think there are people embedded throughout our country that have come across the border uh, and not impeded whatsoever that are now embedded in our communities that could be very dangerous to Americans. Your thoughts on that? Where do you think RFK Jr. stands on national security? Well, I mean, he's he's running a, 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 a unity campaign. He's running an anti-war campaign. But uh, he announced, you know, after what happened in Israel, that Israel has a right to defend itself. So naturally, national defense is extremely important to Mr. Kennedy, and uh, I would I would imagine that a Kennedy administration would be very keen to make sure that we don't have uh, domestic events, uh, that we don't have death and destruction of any kind. Right? So national defense uh, seeing a, a priority there, he's just not likely to sign up for the task of issuing uh, orders for war. You know, so a corporation can. Uh, you know, blow up million dollar missiles in the desert somewhere. Um, you know, I, I tracked the project for New American Century very closely when I, when, when, I, when they were very active in, in setting out the agenda for the invasion of Iraq, the invasion of they wanted Libya, Somalia, they eventually wanted Iran. And just like every other country, people have to understand. Um, China has a very far-right militant faction. Japan has one. Name any country, right? There's the entire political spectrum. Um, I think Mr. Kennedy's point is if if we're going to be having wars on this planet, that they should be wars that are based on, you know, the high principles, not forwarding the agenda of the defense industry. And he talks a lot about how the military-industrial complex that was 
pointed to by Dwight Eisenhower um, can be dangerous. It can be dangerous, and it can it can influence our foreign policy in terms of uh, military actions that might not necessarily have a lot to do with the political realities on the ground in the theater of operation. So, you know, I'm I'm pro U.S. military, as you know. Um, I'm, I'm pro veteran. Bobby's going to make sure, Mr. Kennedy, I'm sure, will make sure that um, veterans are better taken care of, that they're not subject to um, necessary and mandatory you know, medical exposures, either in service or in uh, as veterans. I think veteran care will, 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 will finally be what it really can be. We really have to address the, um, have to address the, the mental crisis you know, I just read a stunning, horrifying statistic that, you know, within within 10 years, 50% of Americans are going to have a mental issue. So I don't know how much of that pathologization of, you know, everyday things, right, like normal things, um, because they have new drugs that are supposed to treat us for our blue days or manic days, but... And the psychotropic medicines are very powerful. I, I think at this point in time, we need to, to have a good, close look at, at, the, at the role of NIH and getting psychotropic meds and unsafe vaccines into our bodies and, and maybe recast what the NIH is doing. And that affects our, uh, you know, the, 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 the health care options that are available, uh, the wellness care options that are available uh, for U.S. military personnel as well. Well, and you mentioned U.S. military personnel, and uh, as you know, I'm taking your course through IPAC-EDU with uh, Brad Miller, who actually resigned from the Army shortly before retirement because he referred to, or he refused to take the jab or force those under his command to take a jab. And so the the course is um, Literature as Resistance. It's a 19-week course. We're, we're, we're into it a little bit. Is it too late for people to join us in the course, or what What does that look like? Because it's absolutely fascinating. There's people from all over the, the country in the class, uh, and it's, it's we have, so Brad, actually, it's, it's very interactive, um, but is it too late? And I know that if people sign up and put in months and you give them a discount. Yeah, it's not too late. The course is open until the 16th of October, um, so we still have about five days. Uh, people can sign up, and the videos from the first three or four class meetings are available. You'll be sent those videos, and then you can jump right in with the lives. You know, that all of the courses that we teach at, and, and offer at IPAC-EDU are flexible that way. If you missed any of the live sessions, um, every class, every participant is, is emailed a, a, a link to the access point to get to the, to the class for that week. And... Um, yeah, watch watch the website too because on October 16th, all of the courses are going to flip over to the fall term, and uh, you know we, the the amazing courses that you see right now will be then matched by amazing courses that will start in in January. I just signed um, a Nobel laureate, Murray Sabrin. He's an economist to teach about reforming how we finance healthcare. And recast it as financing well care instead of health care. 
And what we have is a collection of improperly aligned and sometimes perversely aligned incentives, financial incentives, driving um, our health care. Twenty years ago, Dr. Russell Blaylock warned that, you know, the healthcare industry currently takes one out of every five dollars out of our U.S. budget, and he wanted to know, yeah, sorry, one out of every four dollars of our U.S. budget. And he was very clever how he said it. He said in 20 years it's going to be one out of every five, and that's exactly where we are now. And he, he wanted to know where the extra one out of every, uh, it's going to take two out of every four dollars. He said, so where's the extra dollar going to come from? He, you know, and now we're just printing money, so. You know, we're presenting this course. It's going to be a, I think, an 18-week course on on healthcare reform, how to how to totally realign the the perverse incentives and the misaligned incentives. And the way, the way that we've envisioned it, and he's written books on on uh, this type of reform, is that physicians will be able to be rewarded based on their performance for for getting people better, but even more important than that, they can be paid um, by a healthcare subscription model similar to that used in Thailand um, for, during periods of wellness. And so, in principle, you know, they're getting paid for keeping you well rather than just pulling you out of the ditch. And so, they'll be incentivized to make sure that you, you don't get sick. Um, it's really a fascinating course, and it's a think tank. We're going to it's open to the public, and we want ideas and we want commentary. Um, so there'll be a presentation on a topic, maybe a guest lecture, and then there'll be an open discussion. Um, he has a, a pro instructor that I just introduced the two of them yesterday. So we're bringing people together. Uh, Anthony Samahoff, who has a substack of his own, um, he's from the UK. So it'll be interesting to see. This is not just a U.S based reform idea that the pathologies in the healthcare industry that stem from, you know, medicine for profit, really, at the wow. end of the day. There's no such thing as an open market in medicine when they have all the price fixers, they have all the consumption pattern fixers, and then they want to mandate, come on. Boy, this is absolutely fascinating. And I'm talking with Dr. James Lines-Weiler. He is the founder of IPAC, which is the Institute for Pure and Applied Knowledge. And we're talking about uh, some of the courses for the fall term, uh, which that will, I think he said, open up on October 16th. You can get more information at IPAC-EDU. That's I-P-A-K-EDU. You can find uh, Dr. Jack uh, and many of his essays at Popular Rationalism at Substack. Uh, we'll continue the conversation. We get to do this because of sponsors like Karen Levine. Award-winning realtor Karen Levine has nearly 30 years of experience with REMAX Alliance. Karen Levine works to protect your property rights at the local, county, state, and national level. Karen Levine believes in home ownership. Working with realtor Karen Levine helps you navigate through the process of buying or selling your home. Call Karen Levine to help you buy or sell your home because she understands that it's more than just a house. Call award-winning realtor Karen Levine with REMAX Alliance today at 303-877-7516. That's 303-877-7516. A recent report notes that the number of children diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder is consistently and dramatically increasing. This is heartbreaking. 
If your child or grandchild or someone you know has been diagnosed with autism or ADHD following exposure to Tylenol or acetaminophen during pregnancy, call Boson Law at 303-999-9999. Boson Law is a Colorado-based law firm who has been fighting Big Pharma for over 20 years. Call now at 303-999-9999 for a free, no-obligation review of your potential claim. Call now at 303-999-9999. Our future depends on educated, informed, and active citizens. You could do your part by reading Dr. James Lyons Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. That's popularrationalism.substack.com. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice, and we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. On the line with me is Dr. James Lyons-Weiler. He's a regular guest on the show, and we really got to know each other through the whole reaction to COVID. I did have a, a listener that texted, said, remember, we should not call it a vaccine. It's an mRNA DNA sequencer. And the term vaccine is a verbal trick. And that is true, isn't it, Dr. Jack? Yeah, I mean, we're not going to win this argument on semantics. Um, the technology was classified by the FDA. Um, it, they initially tried to bring forward the mRNA technology as, as classified as a drug. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see what they do. But, you know, <clears throat> language is very, very important in how we understand things. So I do appreciate the point very much. So um, if we had to do it all over again, if they called it a biologic other than a vaccine, it would still fall under the rubric of biologics, not drugs. And so the way that it's administered wouldn't, wouldn't really be changed that much. Uh, well, but, uh, so we, we, you know, we, we know how it, it works. We know the ill effects. We know that the ill effects of injecting these kinds of mRNAs into people uh, protected by the lipid nanoparticles that they knew beforehand the ill effects. Dr. Naomi Wolf and other people got got a hold of you know the, the information. Delbig Tree through Highwire and I can got a hold of the information, but Weinstein, I mean, we, we know what they knew and when they knew it. The fact that it's still being used on human beings it just boggles the mind. Well, you know, speaking of that, and I I hardly, I, I, I don't really take pharmaceuticals at all, but I needed to get one little ph- pharmaceutical this last weekend at, um, um, from the pharmacy. And so I picked it up, but I was getting all these messages from the pharmacy that, oh, it's ready, blah, 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 and be sure and get your uh, flu and uh, RSV vaccine with all those messages. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I mean, people are just bombarded with this still consistently. I was a little flabbergasted about that, Dr. Jack. 
Yeah, that, that's my area of specialty. So the co-administration of vaccines, uh, vaccine safety, you know, in, insufficiently studied. They really haven't done due diligence specifically on the question of what happens. Let's say you go and you get a uh, flu vaccine and a COVID injection and an RSV vaccine all at the same time. What's the outcome? Um, you know, especially like Ben calling before COVID, long before COVID, uh, the scientist is out of Hong Kong. He actually published a study that when you get the flu vaccine, 60% of people who get the flu vaccine have uh, also are receiving an injection of thimerosal. It's a preservative. It's mercury-based. And that thimerosal is known to impair the immune system. And so, you know, looking at it from the allopathic medicine model, oh, it's, it's a perfect model to, to inject people, impair their immune system. And how many times have you known people that said, yeah, I got my flu shot done right after it. I got the worst case of flu I ever had in my life. <laughs> and so yeah. you know, the, the, the fact is a huge number of uh, Americans are now waking up, are now wide awake uh, to the sham. And it is a sham. Uh, if you think about the perfect business model, you know, you, you create the problem and solve the solution. And this, this stems all the way back to my book, Cures Versus Profits, published in 2015. Uh, wow. Where you know the corporations, the corporatization of medicine in America is probably one of the worst things that could happen to us, and it might lead to our downfall if we don't get it under control. Well, and that's why the work that you're doing is so, so important. Uh, I wanted to ask you about, well, several of your pieces at Popular Rationalism, but one that you published uh, just earlier this month, California wants to export its mathematics disaster to your state. The Atlantic gets this right. So expound upon that a bit. Yeah, I was inspired by an article published by The Atlantic, and, you know, once in a while a little bit of truth comes out from these publication outlets, um, and the Atlantic really nailed this one. So, you know, what we have is a mathematical system that's being proposed um, uh, to be exported from California, specifically the area of San Francisco. Under their model of teaching mathematics, it sounds crazy. You're not going to believe me. You have to read the article, read the Atlantic article to see it. (laughs) So... Excuse me. Because people are getting worse and worse, young children, grade school, elementary school, are getting worse and worse in their ability to understand mathematics. Um, they, you know, California has decided to experiment with the idea that perhaps because only some people in the classroom can understand the mathematics that is being taught, as it's being taught even, we should wait until high school to teach any mathematics. And... This, to me, is sheer madness. It's, it's, it's exactly, it reveals the flaw in the concept of equity. There are a couple of pathways to make sure if you're a communist that everybody in the room gets an equal piece of the pie, whether they work for it or not. Socialism. And that's assuming that there's a pie, that there's any, <clears throat> any pie to be had, uh, Dr. Jack. Yeah, such, such is an analogy. It's a hypothetical pie. But the point is, yeah. the, the goal is, and uh, you're, you're because communism undermines the production of the pie. You're exactly right about that. But at this point in time, the destruction of the United States of America hinges on people not putting that, that point together. So thanks for bringing it up. But um, if, if kids uh, in the lower classes up until 8th grade, ninth grade can't do math, um, 
them don't teach anyone. And I, that, then they're all equally ignorant. I mean, this is, the, this is the distortion uh, on the concept of, you know, equality. Right? So if the goal is equality, if the goal is to, pro, it's, it's, it's different than promoting the people that, that have need, remedial math. When you and I were in class, uh, in, in school, if you weren't good at math, they had remedial math. So you had, they had remedial reading. They had augmented education and the parents were called in for a parent teacher conference and the parents were told hey what can you do to help here's some things you can do at home that would help them learn how to read better math better you know um instead now they're you know the nanny state of california is simply says well you know what we're just going to give up on all of them and rather than allow the kids that can learn to get a head start um Again, uh, on, on anyone, just don't teach any of them. Keep them all equally ignorant, and that is the same thing as um, in communism. Since there's not enough to go around, the state gets everything, and no one gets anything. It's the same example. Yeah, one of my friends said that under socialism, communism, that uh, everyone is equal in their misery, and we all, everybody shares a saltine cracker. I thought, oh, huh. but but I mean, I thought that was pretty, pretty appropriate. And yeah, I, and the Atlantic article Kim actually outlines that there's a plan to bring this wonderful educational concept to your state to export it from California. So, you know, activism is very important. I would never, ever, ever say that teachers themselves are to blame because they're a product of the system itself. They they simply need to be aware of what they're doing um, to, to be told, you know, the geniuses of the world are not going to be present because the toxins are shaving our IQ points. If you want to really be impressed by this and understand it, watch Bruce Lanfear's video, Little Things Matter. Dr. Mm-hmm. Bruce Lanfear is one of, the, one of the world's best environmental toxicologists. He's behind the move to get atrazine and uh, other toxins banned by the EPA. Uh, but he has this wonderful video, Little Things Matter, where fluoride and mercury, uh, aluminum, and, and many other neurotoxins individually might shave one or two points, but they add up very, very quickly because we live in an increasingly toxic world. And the geniuses are gone. They're, they're, not, they're not being produced. If they're born, they're, if they're born geniuses and you, and you don't feed your children uh, uh, non-GMO organic food, and if you don't avoid mercury, uh, which is a, a obvious one to miss, but you know you, want, you don't want mercury. Um, if you don't avoid aluminum and so on, um, then your child will never reach their full potential, on it, or grandchild. And the important thing is, go watch that video from Bruce Lanfear. Share it with your family members. He doesn't talk about vaccines, but it's in the mix. Um, share it with your friends and say, you know, we, we have to get, get our kids as clean as possible. Well, 
and uh, yeah, it's certainly important. And I know, I mean, people care deeply about their kids, so we need to be having these honest conversations uh, about this. I want to continue. I have some other questions regarding Dr. James Lyons-Weiler's piece at Substack. You can find him there. And of course, he is the founder of IPAC, the Institute for Pure and Applied Knowledge, as well as IPAC-EDU, which is matching up amazing instructors with uh, and people across the country, the globe, that are intellectually curious. And you can get more information by going to IPAC-EDU. As you all know, one of the, the nonprofits that I care deeply about is the U.S. USMC Memorial Foundation. And this is official, the official Marine Memorial out at Six and Colfax, right here in our backyard. It was dedicated in 1977, and it is time for that remodel. And uh, so you can help them by going to IPAC dash, or excuse me, going to USMC Memorial Foundation.org uh, to get more information. But there is a poker tournament this Saturday uh, that uh, the proceeds will benefit the USMC Memorial Foundation. And you can find out more information. There's a ribbon at the top of the uh, a website where you can get more information about that. So be sure and check that out. And uh, we will hear from him in the second hour, but that is one of our great sponsors, Lauren Levy. If you are 62 or older, a reverse mortgage could be a great tool regarding retirement and estate planning. It is essential to understand the process. Lauren Levy with Polygon Financial Group has nearly 20 years in the mortgage industry and has the experience to answer your questions. Lauren understands that each financial transaction is personal. If you'd like to explore your options on a reverse mortgage, remodel your home, buy a rental property, or move, call Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. Licensed in 49 states, Kim Monson highly recommends Lauren Levy for all your mortgage needs. Call Lauren at 303-880-8881. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Monson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N, dot com. Shooting outside can be limited, but at Franktown Firearms 10-lane, 30-yard indoor range, the weather is always just right. Franktown's range supports handguns, shotguns, rifles up to 50 caliber, and even black powder loads. And safety equipment is provided for free. Since Franktown's range is connected with their gun store, they have a full selection of rental firearms so you can try before you buy to ensure that it's a good fit for you. And if you become a member at Franktown Firearms and Shooting Range, you can even access the range after hours. The range is very well ventilated with fresh air constantly, so you can breathe easy while you shoot. Most importantly, Franktown Firearms is a family-owned and operated gun store. At Franktown, you will be treated with respect as their client because they want you to be confident with your shooting and keep coming back. So use your own gun or try a new one on the range at Franktown Firearms today. Go to klzradio.com slash franktown to find out more. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice, and we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. Today, down at the Center for American Values in Pueblo, uh, 4 o'clock is there on values um, 
series, and it will be the unveiling of the Portrait of Medal of Honor recipient, uh, Jim McLuhan. And I actually will be down there as I'll be um, MC moderating the event. Very excited about that. So you can get more information, and you can watch that online by going to AmericanValueCenter.org. That's AmericanValueCenter.org. And again, that is at 4 o'clock today. And then also uh, the a Climate Conversation documentary that I had the great honor to narrate is scheduled to broadcast this Sunday, uh, the 15th of October, 7 p.m. Mountain Time on Newsmax. So be sure and check that out as well. On the line with me is Dr. James Lyons Weiler. You know him. It's Dr. Jack. He does just amazing things. I, I, th- I don't think the man ever sleeps. Uh, but he's the founder of IPAC, which is the Institute for Pure and Applied Knowledge, as well as uh, the founder of IPAC-EDU, which is matching up amazing instructors with um, the intellectually curious. So get more information at IPAC-EDU, and you can find him at Popular Rationalism at Substack. So, Dr. Jack, next thing, this word equity, uh, and you say in the piece, equity is understood by those who seek to level the playing field, was attempted in the past by questionable and clearly racist policies under the moniker of affirmative action. And I, I it took me a while to, to really get my brain around this, but if you give any group special rights, whether or not it's women's rights or gay rights or whatever, if you give group rights to a group, then there's not equal rights. And I think that, that that's important that people understand that. And also this idea that because of the color of your skin, that you might not just be that smart, I think is one of the most racist things that opinions that anybody could have. So what, what do you think? I agree. That's the dual nature of the, of the of the racism in programs like affirmative action. So, someone else has to suffer so that other people can be brought forward, and if the state gets control of that um, idea and they pick and choose by the color of the skin by a person that walks up to the window, uh, that's racism. You're making a generalization about the person on the basis of a superficial characteristic, the color of their skin. You know nothing about their economic background. You know nothing about the, tor- the trials and tribulations of their personal life, their individual. You know nothing about the propensity or assess their propensity for personal responsibility and personal accountability. And so, you know, you're simply saying, oh, you're white, so you can't do this. And you're now. You know, we can no longer point to South Africa. Unfortunately, it was a program of truth and reconciliation years ago to end apartheid, which was a disgusting racist practice, um, because the white farmers are being murdered. Um, the, the, the majority now has control, and if you look it up, it's horrific. Hundreds and hundreds of white farmers have been murdered so that others can take their land. Um you know, the, the, I'm not arguing that a minority should control the majority, but I am saying that we can't, there's no easy solutions here. Uh, two wrongs don't make a right. I mean, this is elementary stuff. If your mom didn't teach that, then go talk with your mom and say, hey, mom, why didn't you teach me that two wrongs don't make a right? And, and if you're on the liberal side of things and your mother wants you to um, embrace the rainbow and promote people on the basis of superficial things, like it's too early in the morning for this, but what they what they're going to do with their genitals and who they're going to do it with. These are topics that really should not uh, control the social narrative, the political narrative. They have very little to do with the well-being of our future as a species and our future as a country. Now, 
that being said, yes, we should be inclusive, and by definition, exclusionary policies um, such as affirmative action are racist. Well, and I have been, uh, and any candidate that reaches out to me, I will give them some time on the show. So I've had a number of school board candidates on as well as candidates for mayor and city council races because these are also important. But one of the candidates the other day, we were talking about the fact that uh, here in Colorado, and I think across the nation, that the kids, I can't believe how much we spend on education and they don't know how to read and write, uh, or not, or they're not proficient about it. And he's, and he said this, and I think this alludes to your piece, is that if someone does not learn how to read and write, then they will only be able to work for somebody that does know how to read and write. And that struck me to the heart when he said that. Yeah, reading is the other end of it. I have a series of articles on the reading wars. Um, in, in particular, it's devastating to, to learn that, you know, some huge percentage, like 40, 50 percent of eighth graders in some states can't read at the third grade level. This is an abject across the board failure. Can't read at a third grade level. This is an abject across the board failure of our education system, and I believe it's intentional. The dumbing down of America is absolutely intentional by those who would like to destroy her. And so, you know, socialism being the pathway towards communism, make everyone equal, make them equally stupid. And I hate to use that word, but make them stupid. How are they stupid? They're stupid because they're ignorant and they can't base decisions based on knowledge, so they're, they're, making, they're making stupid decisions. Um, they become more self-destructive. <clears throat> and so, yeah, but the, the best way that we can uplift uh, the future is to go back to phonics. That, that is hands down the superior way to teach a group of people find the people for who phonics is not working, and then use whatever other method to help to encourage them how to read, not the equity model, which is take the method that works on those people that don't read well under phonics and use that for the entire classroom. That causes serious problems. It involves uh, a much more complicated way of reading as opposed to simply Seeing a word, recognizing sound equals, you know, uh, I'm sorry, uh, phenome or, or letter combination equals sound, and so I can hear it in my voice and now I can read it. Um, the, the way that they're teaching the word placement and the look at the entire word and look at the first letter and look at the last letter and look at it, the words around it and see if you can guess what the word is. That's, that's dumb. Harmful. I'm sorry, that's, that's, that's just harmful. dumb. <laughs> Yeah, but that's harmful to people who otherwise would naturally very easily learn how to read through phonics. So it's a it's a form of equity holding back uh, people, making them equally unable, unable, and um, <clears throat> these people have reading disabilities, and otherwise otherwise they would be reading at the eighth grade, tenth grade. You know, they're really smart kids in the classroom. It's not like you have to read at the eighth grade level when you're in eighth grade. There are people that are reading at much higher levels. Uh, but they'll, they won't get there through this pathway. It's it's very damaging, and it needs to be stopped. And you need to find out if if your school is is using those harmful reading and mathematics teaching methods. Oh my gosh! And that's why a transparency of curriculum and what is going on in the classroom is so important. We've got one minute left, Doctor Jack. This has gone so quickly. Final thought you'd like to leave with our listeners. And the final thought is that the only way we're going to get through the future is if we do it together. Um, 
you know, party politics should never divide people. We should understand that there are multiple possible futures for our country. Um, there are two uh, of three pathways forward that do not involve Joseph Biden and his cadre of people. I understand that the whole-scale purge that's needed at the government level that we're all hoping for, if you listen to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. very closely, he's going to be tearing down regulatory capture. That's his number one agenda. He's going to be tearing down corporatism, the influence of corporations, interests beyond the interests of the little guy, small business person. We have to look at this problem together. And so that's what I would like to say, Kim, and I'm very grateful to have you on um, and participating at IPAC EDU as a, as a, a supporter for your show, as a participant in Brad's class. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions about IPAC EDU, shoot them over to questions at IPAC-EDU.org. Okay, Dr. Jack, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again next month. Thank you, Kim. Have a great day. Okay. And our quote for the end of the show is from William Barclay. As I look at what's going on in our country, I realize uh, prayer is so important. So he said, prayer is not flight. Prayer is power. Prayer does not deliver a man from some terrible situation. Prayer enables a man to face and to master the situation. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, if honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American Views and opinions expressed on KLC 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station. It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. And when government gets bigger, the individual gets smaller. The latest in politics and world affairs. For thee, but not for me. And I agree that we got to change that. Today's current opinions and ideas. If, in fact, you are working for the man, it's a new form of slavery. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed, let's have a conversation. And thank you to the Harris family for their sponsorship of this show. Thank you to all of you uh, for listening. You're each a treasured and valued. You have purpose today. Strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. And thank you to producer Joe, Luke, Rachel, Zach, Echo, Charlie, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Wednesday, producer Joe. Happy Wednesday, Kim. And uh, check out the website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. Uh, today, it's a Trent Loose Wednesday. We'll be talking with Trent Loose here in just a few moments. But uh, our word of the day <clears throat> is uh, from the Declaration of independence and it is unalienable and it's an adjective it's not to be separated given away or taken away not to be transferred 
uh, to the other, to ownership of another. It's not capable of being alienated, sold, or transferred to another. So we have these unalienable rights that are in the Declaration of Independence, and among them are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Our quote of the day is from William Barclay. Uh, he was born in 1907. He died in 1878. He was a Scottish author, radio, and television presenter, a Church of Scotland minister, and a professor of divinity and biblical criticism at the University of Glasgow. He wrote a popular set of Bible commentaries on the New Testament that sold 1.5 million copies. And he said this. He th- said, the danger of prosperity is that it encourages a false independence, or I would also say a false sense of security which I think that that has happened here in America. I think we have a false sense of security. Uh, as I've really thought about it, watched what happened and looked at the headlines regarding uh, the Hamas terrorist attacking Israel, Israel this weekend. Uh, and, you know, they got behind the defensive per- perimeter. Well, we don't have a defensive per- perimeter uh, or a border on the southern border. And so people have been pouring across the border for many years, but it really ram- has ramped up during the O'Biden administration, where estimates are four or five million people have come across the border, which is over 1% of our population. And many people that have come across are unskilled. Uh, s- some are coming for freedom, but some are coming for free stuff, and some are coming to hurt us. And uh, very concerned that there's not the will of this administration to make sure that uh, we're, we're defending our, 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 our people. And I think that we have a false sense of security about that right now. And I'm deeply, deeply concerned about that. Went through some of the headlines in the first hour. And uh, Carrie Lake has announced uh, she is running for U.S. Senate from the state of Arizona. <clears throat> did talk rather extensively about a piece that Ben Shapiro had in the Daily Wire uh, titled, and he had an interview with Megyn Kelly, that Ben Shapiro takes on Hamas sympathizers with a history lesson. It has nothing to do with settlements. Uh, mentioned that GOP Senator uh, Tommy Tuberville was actually a retired, I can't believe this, a retired Air Force General Michael V. Hayden, served as director of the NSA from 1999 to 2005 and director of the CIA from 2006 to 2009, wrote in a tweet on Monday that Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama should be removed from the human race. And it is actually against the law to threaten a member of Congress like that. So this is going to be interesting to see as well. Uh, This day in history, just a couple of things I wanted to mention. 1138. Year of 1138, there was an earthquake in Aleppo, Syria, and it killed almost 230,000 people. Uh, 15, the Battle of the South Seas in 1573, uh, the Dutch rebels beat the Spanish Navy. I found this interesting. In 1614, Adrian Block and 12 Amsterdam merchants petitioned the States General <clears throat> for exclusive trading rights. Excuse me. In the New Netherland colony. So this would be, um, I think, an, an example of cronyism right then and there from 1614. And let's see a couple of other things. 1726, Benjamin Franklin returns to Philadelphia from England. And let's see a couple of others I was going to mention. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 1918, a major tsunami uh, shakes the Caribbean. 
and, uh, and whether I've been there. And then in 1829, J.C. Penney opened store number 1252 in Milford, Delaware, making it a nationwide company with stores in all 48 states. So I think at that time, J.C. Penney was the Amazon of uh, our Amazon, uh, what Amazon is today. So again, we see we see different businesses come and go, but J.C. Penney was prevalent throughout the country. Um, show comes to you because of great sponsors, and I know each and every one of them personally. I highly recommend them. I know they strive for excellence as they are working with their their clients, and one of those great sponsors is Lauren Levy. So, Lauren, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Kim. You are an expert in the mortgage arena, uh, and that is anything buying or selling a home. Uh, well, excuse me, that, I guess that's Karen, buying or selling a home, but getting a new mortgage um, probably not a lot of second mortgages these days, but reverse mortgages for anybody 62 and older with real estate prices staying pretty strong here in the in Colorado could be a very important financial planning tool for people, correct? That's true. And actually, we see, you know, the, the fact that real estate prices are holding up is, is twofold. We do see second mortgages quite a bit because primarily because of the rates on credit cards. Um, I was oh, reading an article okay. yesterday where the, the Congress is starting to get involved. They're trying, they're they're kicking around the idea of putting maximum interest rates on credit cards, um, like a cap on what a credit card company can charge. Doesn't sound like it's going to work getting through Congress, but there's talk about it because you know the average credit card, especially if it's an affinity card from a store, is approaching thirty percent. Um, regular cards are in the low twenties, and so if you can get a fixed rate or even a variable rate second on your house at 9 or 10, that's much better than the you know, 20 to 25 you might be paying on your credit card. But back to reverse mortgages, yeah, we, we're seeing more interest in this. It is something that is uh, very good for a lot of people. It can help a lot of people. Um, you know, we just had something very good happen where we were able to help a listener do a reverse mortgage, and uh, it turns out that she needed to ha- actually have a new air conditioning unit, which – um, one of the other sponsors, Johnny Stubbs Mechanical, really came through, helping her on the price of one. And uh, so we got a double whammy there with helping her get that and get some money for the rest of her life so she can live in addition to her Social Security. So reverse mortgages for people that are 62 and older that have equity that just need some help are a really good product right now. Okay. And uh, and I hadn't really thought of I guess we have talked about that regarding second mortgages. And if people are carrying some high interest debt, then that could be an option. Um, and the, these reverse mortgages, it, to have a consultation with you, it doesn't cost anything, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, it, it's free to talk. We'll never try to push anybody into anything that doesn't make sense for them. And then, uh, like always, um, if we decide to move forward on something and an appraisal is required, I cover the appraisal for your listeners as well, which these days is somewhere between $650 and $695 savings on the cost of any type of a loan that we might do. So uh, that's beneficial as well. Okay. And interest rates, um, what, I, what's your crystal ball say about interest rates? Uh, they, they actually spiked quite a bit last week after the Federal Reserve's last meeting saying they're going to keep rates higher for longer and that they, the fear was they were going to raise again in November. The the events of this past weekend uh, in the Middle East have cooled that down a little bit. Um, you know, news and outside shocks affect markets and interest rates all the time. And in this case, um, the belief is now that the Fed will hold steady and not raise in November. 
and that has caused uh, the ten-year note to pull back from almost 480 to like about 465. So that helped rates ever so slightly yesterday and the day before. So we'll see. We got a little bit of a brief respite. We'll see what happens in the coming days. If this Middle East uh, conflict should expand, then thing, you know rates could come down because uh, that just leads to fear in markets, and usually that calms interest rates down. But you okay. know, there's just no telling. Uh, I know, I know. But uh, so I guess there is some opportunity then if people are looking for um, a new mortgage. Uh, but there's just all kinds of options. And, and Lauren, you, you can help people with a new mortgage, a second mortgage, to reduce some of those high interest uh, debt cards that people might have to reduce their payments on that and then also reverse mortgage. How can people reach you, Lauren Levy? The easiest way is to just call the number 303-880-8881 or they can visit uh, the website, LaurenLevy.com will work. And, uh, you know, as always, we'll get back as soon as we can and love to help you. Okay, again, that's Lauren Levy, and that number is 303-880-8881. Lauren, we will talk to you next week. Okay, thank you, Kim. And uh, really appreciate Lauren Levy and uh, really appreciate the Roger Magan State Farm Insurance Team as well. Uh, Roger's been in business for 47 years, providing for his family and giving back to the communities of Centennial, Littleton, Highlands Ranch, Inglewood, Greenwood Village, and Castle Rock. And so for help with all of your insurance needs, call Roger Mangan at 303-795-8855. Like a good neighbor, Roger Mangan's insurance team is there. Most of us have been there. That surprise crunch when you backed into a car in a parking lot or someone rear-ended you at a stoplight? First thing you do is stop and breathe. Second, say a prayer of gratitude that no one was hurt. Third, look for your insurance card. And fourth, be grateful that you have your insurance with Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Agency. You can breathe easier knowing that you can reach the Roger Mangan team 24-7 when you need them. For that Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance peace of mind, call Roger Mangan today at 303-795-8855. That's 303-795-8855. Award-winning realtor Karen Levine has nearly 30 years of experience with REMAX Alliance. Karen Levine works to protect your property rights at the local, county, state, and national level. Karen Levine believes in home ownership. Working with Realtor Karen Levine helps you navigate through the process of buying or selling your home. Call Karen Levine to help you buy or sell your home because she understands that it's more than just a house. Call award-winning Realtor Karen Levine with REMAX Alliance today at 303-877-7516. That's 303-877-7516. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Munson Show but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, kimmunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N, dot com. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice, and we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And I want to say thank you to the Harris family for their goal sponsorship of the show. They've been sponsors for many years, and I do greatly appreciate them. On the line with me is Trent Luce. Uh, it is a Trent Luce Wednesday. He is a sixth generation farmer and rancher. Trent Luce, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kim. Another week is upon us. 
I can't believe how fast time goes, but we did something really fun yesterday. We did. Yeah. So People tell us. Watch it today, by the way. And you where and on when? Trent on the loose. Beck News, B-E-K dot news. It will air at 4 o'clock, and then it'll be available on demand. You can just search Trent on the Loose. And Ken Munson did a fantastic job yesterday on my program, and we talked a lot about the climate conversation, which I think everybody needs to see. It's a, a fantastic job by everybody. Well, and thank you. And we had a premiere of the, the Colorado premiere of the movie, last Thursday to a sold-out crowd. It was just wonderful out at Rockley's Event Center, which is a great event center out on West Colfax. But it is uh, scheduled to broadcast on Newsmax this Sunday evening, 7 p.m. This is Sunday, October 15th at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. So we're pretty jazzed about that, too, Trent Luce. I can't wait. I, I actually got to listen to it. I was driving when I listened to it, and you told me that the images, the graphics, and the production was something I need to see, so I'll be watching. Uh, most definitely. Colton Moyer, the producer-director, did an ec- excellent job on that. So thank you for mentioning that. And I also uh, wanted to mention out at the event last weekend, Glenn Jansen, who is uh, co-owner of Jansen Photography. He and Mary Jansen own Jansen Photography. He was there with his camera. But be sure and check out jansenphotography.com, uh, and they they specialize in portraits of families, children, uh, those great business photos you need for your business or political career, and then senior portraits, of course, as well. So that's jansen, J-A-N-S-S-E-N, photography.com. Lots to talk about, Trent Luce. Um, I texted you early this morning that uh, there's reports that bird flu has been reported in some um, poultry flocks in Utah and South Dakota. So what what do you think about that? Uh, I don't know anything about that, to be honest. I haven't zeroed in on that. But let me tell you, if we keep the federal government and the USDA out of the mix, the farmers and ranchers will be able to take care of that themselves. I mean, disease occurs. You know, I had a doctor, a medical doctor, tell me last week, we got into a great discussion, and we were talking about disease. And, and, you know, in my own herd of livestock, we've actually shifted away from using any vaccinations in our cattle and our pigs, our horses we never give vaccinations to. But we've accelerated the worming, and that would be worming through oral, which gets many of the worms that reside in the lungs and in the, in the stomach and intestine. But then also we've increased our injectable, which people would probably more relate to, like an Ibamec. And I had a doc, I had a medical doctor talking about cancer, and she said, "You know, Trent, we really now know that viruses are not the path that these diseases take in animals and in humans. It's parasites that actually bring about the disease challenges that we have, including cancer." And you know what an absolute earthquake that is if you take a look at what the medical community has brought upon us, if, in fact, we can do a better job controlling parasites and have a healthier life instead of what we've been led to believe we need to do? That's a big deal, Kim. Well, it is a really big deal. And I have seen anecdotal reports that ivermectin and I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying anecdotal reports that ivermectin has been somewhat effective for some people that had cancer. Have you heard anything like that? Not only have I heard that, I have a handful of friends 
who have been on uh, some form of, it's not, you're using the brand name, it's, it's the active ingredient in the ivermectin that makes this work. So whether you use the actual brand name ivermectin or not, I have a handful of friends, some in Colorado, that are beating cancer. In fact, I do not have a single friend who's taken some antibiotic, or excuse me, not antibiotic, some ivermectin wormer parasite control product and lost their battle to cancer. These are people I know personally, including my friend Andrew Henderson's wife, who's in the United Kingdom. She's been dealing with breast cancer and doing remarkably well, and she had a doctor from the United States that got her on the path of, of utilizing ivermectin. Okay, I don't know a whole lot about it, but it, it can't hurt, can it? I mean, are there, to your no, knowledge... there's zero side. No, see, here's the thing, Kim. It was completely hijacked. When people started talking about you take ivermectin to deal with COVID, there were, everybody was just like, oh, my goodness, they're now telling people to take a horse warmer that's somehow going to help you with COVID. They completely lost where ivermectin came from in the beginning and we just i shouldn't use a brand name i should just use about the warming process of controlling parasites it was developed for countries that were challenged and lived in very parasite infested areas it comes from the fungus in the soil in a region of japan and they determined in the 70s that they could take this and bring it for the human use and improve lives it was developed for humans and the animal agriculture adapted this and utilized it because our greatest challenges we knew there are great challenges of parasites. No matter how you take care of animals, there's going to be some parasitic lo- parasitic load. It is not a horse rumor. It is something that controls a pest that we have in living populations. Plants have pests, animals have pests, humans have pests, and when you control parasites, you control so much of the gut bacteria, you control so much of the parasitic activity, you just control life, and it all makes sense. And if you could just fix 90%, or if you could fix 20% of the medical problems that we have in this country by increasing your parasite control, what does that do for life? It, it, it improves it in vast ways. But what it, what does it do for the uh, medical industrial complex? Well, therein lies the problem, doesn't it? Because we've mm-hmm. been led down a path to believe... i told this story so many times, and she doesn't even like me telling it anymore, but it's a true story. Our oldest daughter, 25 years old, is a registered dietitian in a hospital scenario. Hospital. She works for a hospital, and so you got to know that if you're a registered dietitian working at the hospital and you're treating people, you're not treating people that have done a good job with their lifestyle, right? But it is common. I'm talking about once a week where she will be talking to a teenager who has early onset diabetes. They're consuming massive amounts of soft drinks on a daily basis. And she will line out what a dietary regimen would look like for them and their parents because a teenager that has an obesity problem has a parent with an obesity problem. That's generalizing, but that's a typical cause. And Libby will tell me that invariably every time I I lay out what the diet should be to reverse this onset of diabetes, as a 16-year-old, and you know what their first question is and their parents' first question is every time, Kim? What? Don't you just have a pill we can take? Oh. Hmm. Yes, we have gotten to a um, dangerous position here. I, 
Let's see. I had a question on the parasite. Now I can't remember what that question was. I did get this um, in, 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 from one of our listeners. It says, you eat muscle to make muscle. What, what's your comments on that? That's, that's the end of the story. That's spot on. That's what we do. So the, It's the protein. It's the <clears throat> amino acids, the protein profile that fuels the body. That's what we do. And if somebody wants to uh, be vegan, certainly they should have the uh, freedom to do so. But what we see is that there is public policy that is trying to limit the availability of uh, everyday people having the opportunity to choose what they want to to eat, such as as beef. We've seen this real assault upon the beef industry. And then I'm also concerned about when I see, the, going back to the headline that I mentioned that I just saw this morning about um, bird flu in these um, poultry flocks, that then the government comes in and says you have to destroy these birds. And again, that af- affects our food supply. So I'm getting, I think, a little cynical in my old age here, Trent Luce. I think you're actually coming to grips with reality. I didn't say you're getting old. I said reality's <laughs> coming to you right clo- up close and personal. I just want to remind people that avian flu is not something new in the poultry population. It's something that farmers always are safeguard. You want to tie this to the bigger picture? The challenge and the, the only reason uh, avian flu travels into flocks owned by farmers is that there was some biosecurity breach. Typically, it is a migratory bird that had a, a positive case or some droppings in an area. Those That feces come in contact with the birds in the barn or whatever the case may be, and you take care of it. It's biosecurity that causes the problem. You mention it, and you're spot on. USDA will come in. They will destroy the entire flock, and they will do things that don't need to be done from a scientific standpoint to manage the disease. Now put that in the context of the human population. What's our greatest risk from a health standpoint? It's the fact that we have millions of people coming across our border with no health checks. We have no idea what their biosecurity standards might be. In fact, we're pretty sure they're bringing us health issues that are much of a graver concern than what's going on in our poultry flocks and our farms in this country. Well, but I'm pretty sure we checked their vaccination status before they came across the border, right? We just determined that you were grounded in reality and saw the light, Kim Munson, and you go and screw it all up and you say something (laughs) silly like that. I was being facetious, Trent Lewis. I know you were. (laughs) (laughs) It looks good on you, too, by the way. So what about avian bird flu in the human population? So they scare us. They say these flocks are are being infected with this uh, this avian bird flu. Should humans be really scared about that? Only if you're kissing your chicken. If you're not kissing your chicken, you have nothing to worry about when it comes to avian flu. Not even the people working in the barns. Don't kiss your chicken, and you'll be just fine. Okay. What about... If you ate and would eat some, you know, cook it and eat some there's bird that never, had been infected. There's never been a case of avian flu transferring through the consumption of an animal product. 
Okay. And that's true. even if there was any live, even if the salmonella is a real concern, that's not tied to avian flu in any way, shape, or form. But with proper cooking, you kill that. Proper cooking, and proper cooking, by the way, is 140 degrees plus. So if you get a chicken to 150 degrees internal temperature, you got zero concerns no matter what. Okay. Proper cooking is so important. And then I think I mentioned this a long time ago with you, but my mom, I I used to think she was crazy, but she would always wash uh, fruit and vegetables before we would eat them. And like a banana. I thought that was crazy. But then we saw what happened with the Rocky Ford cantaloupes here in Colorado a few years ago. There was some infection with, I think, salmonella or something with that. And people could have prevented that by just washing the cantaloupe before they, you know, before they served it. And so I think proper food, proper food preparation is so important. And I'm not sure that we, we used to teach that in schools. I'm not sure that we do that anymore. I'll bet she was crazy enough to tell her kids that they should wash their hands before they ate dinner, too. <laughs> she she was. She definitely did that. <laughs> 97%. The FDA says 97% of all foodborne illness occurs in the home from improper handling of the food itself, not washing the fruit, not washing a knife. When you do something with meat, you do something with the cantaloupe. 97% of all foodborne illness is a result of improper handling of the food in the home. It's important to know. I'm talking with Trent Luce, uh, sixth-generation farmer and rancher, and we're talking about things, the issues of rural America. Rural America, they they feed us, they provide affordable, efficient, abundant, and reliable energy, and all of those things are really under attack, the regulatory attack from those PBIs, those politicians and bureaucrats and interested parties with a specific agenda. And uh, we certainly see this. Uh, uh, Trent mentioned the movie, A Climate Conversation, which will broadcast this, scheduled to broadcast this Sunday, October 15th, 7 p.m. on Newsmax. But help with your own, so that's on the macro level. On the micro level, your own personal climate, your heating, your home, cooling your home. Uh, you can have help, get help with that from Johnny Stubbs Heating and Air Conditioning Services. Johnny Stubbs Services uses only the best quality products to ensure that your heating and cooling systems run efficiently and last for years. Johnny Stubbs Services' team of experts is available to provide the proper guidance and help you make informed decisions about your heating and cooling needs. Johnny Stubbs Services prides themselves on delivering prompt and reliable service and stands behind their work with a satisfaction guarantee. JohnnyStubbsServices.com, the trusted contractor for all your heating and air conditioning needs. That's JohnnyStubbsServices.com. If you are 62 or older, a reverse mortgage could be a great tool regarding retirement and estate planning. It is essential to understand the process. Lauren Levy with Polygon Financial Group has nearly 20 years in the mortgage industry and has the experience to answer your questions. Lauren understands that each financial transaction is personal. If you'd like to explore your options on a reverse mortgage, remodel your home, buy a rental property, or move, call Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. Licensed in 49 states, Kim Monson highly recommends Lauren Levy for all your mortgage needs. Call Lauren at 303-880-8881. 
Our future depends on educated, informed, and active citizens. You can do your part by reading Dr. James Lyons Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. That's popularrationalism.substack.com. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. The text line is 720-605-0647. That's 720-605-0647. On the line with me is Trent Luce. It's a Trent Luce Wednesday. He is sixth generation farmer and rancher. Uh, and we talk about all these things uh, of rural America, rural Colorado, that feed and fuel us. And th- these things are under a regulatory attack from PBIs, politicians, bureaucrats, and interested parties with an agenda. And that's why we need to shed light on it. So, Trent Luce, you said uh, that your daughter, who is a dietitian, a registered dietitian, uh, when addressing childhood diabetes with a patient and she goes through and and talks about what a proper diet would look like. They say, can't you just give me a pill? And we've gotten to that point in America, but I want to talk a little bit about the cholesterol debate. I remember over the years that, uh, well, my, my father recommended that he not eat eggs because, uh, he had a higher cholesterol level. Um, but now there's a pill for, for that. And I'm, I'm not sure that I believe that whole cholesterol thing as looking back. I think that maybe it was, again, I, cynical or realist, I don't know, that, that there might have been an agenda. What, what's your thoughts on that? Oh, it's very well documented. I've got tons of data to show that cholesterol and the taking of statins, statins has caused more health problems than any one thing, more than cholesterol ever did. Cholesterol... God put in our body to repair the heart. The role of cholesterol is to repair the heart. The role of cholesterol is to make testosterone and hormones. Why is there a plethora of ads every night, every day on radio and TV for guys that need to take some blue pill to fix what cholesterol should be fixing? Because we've been allowed to tie up our cholesterol for unnecessary purposes. It's the most dangerous thing that's happened from the medical community, more important than anything else we've talked about. And tie, I'll tie that in with one other pet peeve of mine is nitrates. You know how many times? Look, one day I was going through Sterling, Colorado. I, I just had attended a meeting with Dr. Nathan Bryant, who is the foremost authority on nitric oxide and nitrates in the body of anybody in the world. In fact, today, this very day, I tried to get a hold of him yesterday. He's in Peru talking about nitric oxide and how important nitrate consumption is. So I met him in Chicago. I had flown out of Denver to go to Chicago for that meeting. I got back to Denver Airport late. I drove to Sterling. I stayed in the hotel. I got up in that morning right there by the prison, if you want to know exactly where I was at. I got up there that morning. I go down to breakfast. And on my breakfast table, there is a sign that says, due to FDA restrictions, we will not have any water available today because there is a boil order on order. Sterling, Colorado had a boil order. Because I started looking into this. If you have 11 parts per million 
11 parts per million of nitrate in your drinking water, it, you are required as a city municipality to have a boil order in effect. Mother's breast milk at day one of lactation is 80 parts per million. So I'm like, wait a minute. I just came from a conference where people are talking about the leading cause of heart disease is the lack of nitrate in our body. And here we have, I'm ta- I've now taken every day for 18 years, I've taken a nitric oxide supplement, NO2U, and I take that and it's, it will get you through anything. It's about building your nitrate. It's about forgetting about the statin, let the cholesterol do the work that the cholesterol is supposed to do. I am told by Dr. Nathan Bryan there's a very small percentage of the people with high cholesterol that the cholesterol could actually be a problem. But for the most part, cholesterol does great work for the heart. And Kim uh, actually asked this waitress, which was no po- no point in doing it because she's just working there, right? And I said, well, wait a minute. I-, I-, I thought that we needed more nitrate in our diet. And she was completely lost at that point because we've been so brainwashed. We've been brainwashed that nitrate is a bad thing. And then we move into the whole era of meats produced with nitrate-free. And you flip over the back of a, a package of bacon that's from nitrate-free, and you look at the first ingredient after the pork belly, it's celery extract. Do you know what celery extract is high in? Natural nitrates. Nitrates preserve things. And I don't understand how we can get so confused on all of these healthy elements of, of healthy living. Well, and that's why I think that people are waking up and we need to be self-reliant in our health and um, go to Dr. James Lyons-Weiler and look at all the different courses that he has. I know Susan Kochevar has been taking some that on health that has been really helpful. So nitrates, let's talk about fertilizer because uh, my little garden that I have, the minute I put some fertilizer on my tomato plants, it, it was very positive for them. They grew. I have more, more tomatoes, and and there's an assault on fertilizer as well. And isn't fertilizer it has nitrates in it as well? Seventy-eight percent of the Earth's atmosphere is nitrates, nitric oxide, nitrous nitrous oxide. Okay, I don't want to be confusing with that. Nitrous oxide, which leads to nitrates and fertilizer. But also, let's think about one other aspect of this. When you sweat and you're in an environment where you have nitrous oxide in the atmosphere at 78%, what do you think the benefit of the cardiovascular activity through sweating actually is? Why did our grandparents not have the same cardiovascular incidences that we do? Lifestyles. And they worked hard and they sweat. And when you sweat, you actually absorb that same fertilizer that you're talking about for plants into our body as human beings. That's why people who are not as active have more problems with their heart. It's that simple. And yet we've confused all of those things. And to your point, Canada and the, the, the czar of tyranny, Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, has been talking about eliminating fertilizers like nitrates for food production. That's one of the great advancements in figuring out how we can incorporate the right amount of fertilizer to increase the yields of our food and farm production systems with less inputs. And yet we're trying to eliminate that. One other thing, Kim, that I wanted to tie in, which isn't directly tied to this, but falls into the same line, 
I see this morning that the uh, Gulf of Mexico, one of our great oil-producing regions of the United States, is issuing a warning that the fish and wildlife want to put in a place an Endangered Species Act provision on the rice whale. If they actually put the rice whale on the endangered species list, they'll shut down oil recovery in the Gulf of Mexico. And this is for the same nefarious reasons that we're talking about with cholesterol and nitrates. 24% of U.S. oil production would disappear if they put that rice whale on the endangered species list. And I can talk all day and night about how ineffective the endangered species program has been since 1973 when it started. 2,400 plants and animals are currently listed on the endangered species list. And since 1973, they brag, they being U.S. Fish and Wildlife, with a budget of $1 billion a year, they brag about recovering 71 species since 1973. Oh, here's another newsflash. Twelve of those species they brag about recovering don't even exist in the United States. Truth of the matter is that this billion-dollar annual budget has really brought about the saving of three, one including the bald eagle, and that's debatable whether they had anything to do with that or not. But all of these things kind of ties into our wolf discussion last week. Endangered species to protect those species that are vulnerable. Eliminate cholesterol because we got to help your heart. Don't uh, eat foods with nitrates, despite the fact that nitrates throughout the course of mankind before we had refrigeration was responsible for preserving food. All I'm asking is people to just stop for a moment and say, why did God put these things in our life? And now why are we told we can't have them or they're, they're somehow demonized? Well, and then there was a headline that I saw, this was from the Daily Caller this morning, that the Biden administration has issued the lowest amount of offshore oil permits in almost 20 years. And so what this is really about, and you and I have talked about it, reliable, efficient, affordable, and abundant energy. And Rick Turnquist, one of our essayists, has written about it. This is foundational to human flourishing and prosperity. And um, it, it, and that's why we have this big, amazing middle class, free people that are able to exercise their unalienable rights of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. That was our, our word of the day. I did a great job on that. But this is totally, totally under assault. And um, we're connecting the dots on it. And... Um, we're going to continue the discussion here in just a minute with Trent Luce. And you can call in 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. Wanted to mention today, 4 o'clock, down at the Center for American uh, Values in Pueblo, Colorado, and they'll be live streaming it. You can find it at AmericanValuesCenter.org. Will be the unveiling of the Portrait of Valor for uh, uh, Medal of Honor recipient Jim McLuhan. And I'm going to be down there for that. I'm very excited about it. Uh, but they do two things down there. They they focus on our Medal of Honor recipients, their stories, and also educational programs so that we continue to understand these values of America, of honor, integrity, and patriotism. So you can get more information by going to AmericanValueCenter.org. That's AmericanValueCenter.org. And we get to do all of this because of great sponsors like Boson Law. Boson Law fights for clients who've been injured or family members who have lost a loved one due to the careless, reckless, or wrongful conduct of others. Whether injured in a car accident, suffered an injury due to a product or bad pharmaceutical drug, or need help fighting for medical care and benefits following an accident at work, 
Don't go it alone and uninformed. Boston Law is the law firm you need in your corner. Time is of the essence with any personal injury claim. Call 303-999-9999 to schedule your complimentary consultation. That number again is 303-999-9999. Call now. Focused and wise marketing is essential for your success, especially during tough economic times. If you love the Kim Munson Show, strive for excellence and understand the importance of engaging in the battle of ideas that is raging in America. Then talk with Kim about partnership, sponsorship opportunities. Email Kim at KimMunson.com. Kim focuses on creating relationships with individuals and businesses that are tops in their fields. So they are the trusted experts listeners turn to when looking for products or services. Kim personally endorses each of her sponsors. Again, reach out to Kim at KimMunson.com. Shooting outside can be limited, but at Franktown Firearms 10-lane, 30-yard indoor range, the weather is always just right. Franktown's range supports handguns, shotguns, rifles up to 50 caliber, and even black powder loads. And safety equipment is provided for free. Since Franktown's range is connected with their gun store, they have a full selection of rental firearms so you can try before you buy to ensure that it's a good fit for you. And if you become a member at Franktown Firearms and Shooting Range, you can even access the range after hours. The range is very well ventilated with fresh air constantly, so you can breathe easy while you shoot. Most importantly, Franktown Firearms is a family-owned and operated gun store. At Franktown, you will be treated with respect as their client because they want you to be confident with your shooting and keep coming back. So use your own gun or try a new one on the range at Franktown Firearms today. Go to klzradio.com slash franktown to find out more. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. Uh, Thank you to the Harris family for their sponsorship of the show. And also a fun event this uh, Saturday, October 14th. Uh, that is being sponsored by uh, for the USMC Memorial Foundation. And uh, you can get more information about it by going to U- the USMCMemorialFoundation.org. It's a charity poker tournament. And uh, the banner is at the very top of the USMC Memorial Foundation website. Uh, but it uh, begins at registration 4 p.m. Game begins at 5 at Feltz Bar in Inglewood, Colorado. And the proceeds will benefit the USMC Memorial Foundation. So be sure... And check that out. And um, I have Trent Luce on the line and going back through a few things. First of all, you and I, uh, you invited me to do this interview with you, which will broadcast today on Beck. That's B-E-K News at 4 p.m. Is that central time or 4 p.m. what time? That's, that's central time. The whole okay. world revolves around central time. It's, you folks in the mountain time need to understand that. <laughs> Uh, yes, that's uh, true. So next thing, a climate conversation, and we talked about that. It is scheduled for um, to be broadcast on Newsmax this Sunday, October 15th at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. 
Uh, just need to get that in. But um, this Beck TV, oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. At, we had a, a panel discussion. All the scientists in the movie flew in for our event last week uh, out at Rockley's Event Center. It was a sold-out uh, screening of the movie and panel discussion. But you and I are dancing around all of these different policies about the, the challenge for rural America, which rural America feeds and fuels us. And Ron Stein, actually, he nailed it. He said, these policies, all of this is anti-human. And that's pretty hard to believe. But but if you really look at it, all of the stuff we're talking about is anti-human, correct? No, 100% I agree. That's exactly what we're dealing with. And so that's why we need to discuss this, because... Humans uh, were created by God in the image of God. And so I guess that's another thing. This is going to be. And if you if you hate humans, then you probably hate God, too. Yes. Correct. Absolutely. And I experienced that, you know, Kim, I got into this because I was really messed at the animal rights community. And I would go to as many animal rights conventions as I could. And I was perplexed by the number of people that I come across that were opposed to taking the life of an animal to improve the planet and improve human health, but thought that it was perfectly okay to kill a baby in abortion. I know. That's such a disconnect. Every person I met was that way. Isn't that a big disconnect? I've never been able to, to figure that out. But... What I determined early on and just today, this very town, that there is a, a label and a, a term that they use for this, Helgeni, Heligan, I think it's Heligan dialect. And that came from even Marx. Karl Marx adopted this po- policy, but it was a German named Helgen who actually believed that the way that you move the envelope is that you first create a problem and then you control the reaction and then you pretend to be the solution provider to the problem that you created. That's exactly what we're dealing with. Well, yeah, and I, you know, now that you mention it, I talked, I, and I haven't had him on for a while, and that is um, Dr. Alan Gelzo from Princeton. He's an expert on Gettysburg and Lincoln. But I had said, I'd love to talk about the Hegelian dialect, and I think it was Hegel who, you know, it was his. Hegel, uh, that's the word I was yeah. trying to find. Yep. Right, his um, his his philosophy, and, and my gosh, we're seeing that um, so prevalent right well, now. So, yeah, even in Israel yeah. today, that's what's going on in Israel today. In what way? Uh, Israel was clearly provoking the Hamas to do what they did, so they created what it looks like uh, a Palestinian Hamas attack unprovoked on Israel, which we know for a fact did not be true. And it's all time. And now Hamas is doing this with weapons that came, that were donated to, given to the Ukrainians to fight against Russia. And all of a sudden these Hamas fighters have it to come in against Israel. And all of the graphic images that we saw so quick, they created a problem, which has been going on, by the way, for 2,000 years. It's not brand new. But they escalated it now. They're trying to control the emotions. And they want to control the outcome, and their controlled outcome is World War Three. Oh, and we're gosh. we're setting up here to be pawns for the whole thing. I will not participate in it being a pawn for World War Three. 
Oh, that's a whole nother discussion. So let's get over here to, to Brian. He has a question for uh, for Trent. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Trent, I, I believe that's what I heard uh, uh, Kim say. Uh, I grew up in the uh, and was raised in the central time zone, uh, born in Omaha. That was the closest big hospital, raised uh, uh, first 11 years on a farm in Iowa and then a small little town uh, in Iowa uh, till I was uh, 19, I guess. Um, anyway, uh, nitrates and uh, people talk about uh, walking on the earth, and that sounds really good, barefoot, and that sounds really good. But what about... Uh, uh, and maybe you can answer this for me. I think you can from from what I've been hearing, but I did tune in late. So, what about uh, like uh, fertilizers and uh, weed killers and stuff like that? D- if you're walking barefoot, does that have some effect? On, okay, thank you, you know, Brian. Well, uh, uh, thank you, I Brian. I don't know what effect. I don't know what effect you're talking about, but any time our skin interacts with Earth, there's a benefit, not a danger, a benefit. In fact, I can get you a study from New Zealand that's now been buried that indicates that farmers who breathe animal manure on a daily basis are five times less likely to contract cancer because they have constant immunity taking place in their body. And we have we've moved ourselves, and this really is a theme of the whole discussion, Kim, that we've had during the, the entire hour today. We've moved ourselves into the sterile society thinking that somehow this is going to be better. And the most vulnerable position that you can be in is to be in a sterile society where you have not been exposed to anything. You're not allowing your immune system to do what it needs to do. And it comes back to my nitrate discussion. I was speaking in 2010 in Reno, Nevada, at a California Cattle Women, Nevada Cattle Women meeting. And I said publicly, I said, people are going to think this is nuts, but I'm telling you that the day will come when we have demonized so many of the nutrients for life that we will start injecting nitrates into the water supply because they're too sterile. I had a gentleman who I did not know was in my audience. He's a rain scientist for the University of California, Davis. He came up to me and he said, Mr. Luce, you're here now because 80% of the water samples we get in the lab at the University of California, Davis, do not have enough nitrates to be healthy. Wow. Okay. And on that, Eric's on the line. Eric, we've got one minute. So what's your thought? Yes. I would I would think him and uh, Trent, you know, like Glenn Beck, Mike Gallagher, and um, Dr. Gorka, they always set up a trip to go to Israel, you know, a beautiful tour. Kim and Trent, can you guys set up to where we could get a busload of your um, brilliant listeners, fans, and whatever, to come visit you, Trent in Nebraska, you know, so you could give us a nutritional tour and education. I think that would be so fun. <laughs> He's always creative. Nebraska. Very creative, Trent Kim, we don't even need to come to Nebraska. We can set up a tour to see all of these things in a day's ride from Denver or a two-day ride from Denver, and we can have a That's a great idea. We're going to do that. Thank you. Okay. Ah. Okay. Thank you, Eric. And... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll 
take that under advisement. And I know Brian has called back with another question. And Brian, we are out of time. So call in next week, next Wednesday. We'll be uh, Trent Loose Wednesday as well. And uh, you can ask your question there. I greatly appreciate it. And other things are coming in regarding the the, uh, text line as well. But we're out of time. Trent Loose, thank you. I greatly appreciate the interview. Oh, my pleasure. Always a good discussion, Kim. See you soon on our tour. Don't forget Brush, Colorado, October 28th. That's uh, October 28th. We'll talk more about that. And then also 4 p.m. Central Time on Beck TV, uh, the interview with Trent Luce. You can check that out. As we're looking at this as serious times, clearly serious times, and I thought this was an important quote for the end of the show, and it's from William Barclay. It says, prayer is not flight. Prayer is power. Prayer does not deliver a man from some terrible situation. Prayer enables a man to face and to master the situation. So, my friends, today be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America. and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.